Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. And good morning and welcome to it. Tracy Morgan in with you with Let's Talk. I always love to have you this time of the day because this is our day that we um, get to talk to Dino Capistrandi and, of course, Concordia Visiting Nurses, but we lump in Concordia Lutheran Ministries in there as well, which are 30 minutes that we talk to great professionals in and around Butler County about issues that affect you right here in Butler County. And we're going to be talking about speech therapy today. And also we're going to cover some open houses that Concordia Haven Apartments will be having. So we'll talk about all of that today. Now, before we welcome Dino into the program, let me tell you all the different ways that you can listen, because of course you do have us on the radio. Thank you for listening to that. Uh, but if you have to be mobile, you can listen to all the different ways that you can listen in one day. So here you go. So you got the radio. If you get in the car, you have the mobile app that you would put on your smartphone. You can do that for free. And then if you get to work and you have your Alexa powered device, you just say Alexa, play WISR 680 AM. Or if you want to listen to us on the computer, you go WISR680.com, and then you pick, um, well, listen live, or if you're going to listen to this as a podcast, you pick programs, Let's Talk, and then Concordia, and you can listen to us that way as well. All right. I think that's it. Checklist is done. Dino I, Capistrani, how are you doing? I'm well, Tracy. It's good to be with you this nice morning. Nice to see you today. Thank yeah. you. Good to be seen, by yeah, the way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right. So we're getting into speech therapy today or speech therapist. Yeah. And that's what you brought to the table today. I did. You know what? When we talk about Concordia Visiting Nurses, as well as, you know, Concordia Lutheran Ministries, we have a variety of different disciplines. And when we refer to a discipline in healthcare, it is a special type of service, like a physical therapist. Well, today we're going to be talking about a speech therapist. And you know what, Tracy, it's kind of interesting for many of us who hear the word speech therapy, we tend to go back to school and we start thinking about that fellow student who may have had a speech impediment or stuttered. But speech therapy is so much more than that and affects a variety of areas and a variety of cures, if you will, for certain diseases. So we're going to talk about it, shed a little bit more light about that. And you're right, Concordia does have some open houses for independent living. So we'll wrap up the show in regards to those dates. Yeah, I was going around the office and I said, what does this term mean to you? Because it's interesting that speech therapy means a lot of things to a mm-hmm. lot of different people. So tell us more from your perspective of, of what you brought to the table. Yeah, today. absolutely. You know what, Tracy, consider stroke or even that of Parkinson's disease or dementia or any kind of brain injury here. All these disorders can affect a person's ability to find and form words, putting together language, vocalize, or even swallow. And speech therapists are key and be able to help that out. And when you list all these things here, Parkinson's and you know brain in- injuries, uh, even that of dementia, all of these can be at least remedied or assisted by the help of a speech therapist. Now, your speech therapists with Concordia, they are different than your nurses, right? Everybody has their specialty. That's correct. They're okay. part of the therapy team, but in the therapy team on its own, there are a variety of disciplines, if you will. There's a physical therapist, there's an occupational therapist, and it's not necessarily a therapist if you're your working. Job, yeah. <laughs> it's just to be able to get through life, get through your house. There is speech therapists as well, too, and they're part of our therapy team at Concordia Visiting Nurses, as well as Concordia Lutheran Ministries. Those disciplines are employed there as well, as well as being employed by our local hospital, rehabilitation centers. So really, a speech therapist and the other therapies are a vast, wide group of professionals who help people out 
with a variety of um, issues that, ref- that, that impact their, their speech or swallowing or things of that nature. So let's talk a little bit about what the speech therapists do with Concordia or for the patients. And, and you talked about a couple of different scenarios there with Parkinson's, dementia, brain mm-hmm. injury, and so forth. So talk about what they would do. Absolutely, Tracy. You know, a speech therapists work with speech, obviously. Uh, they work with issues pertaining to the brain and throat-related problems. They're also known as speech pathologists as well, too. And when we hear the word of pathology, we think of coroners and those type of things, but they are specialists in that. Like I mentioned earlier with occupational therapists, not necessarily for people who just work, just getting around, and physical therapists, as we talked about before, speech therapists are especially trained members of the healthcare team like post-acute care providers, meaning Acute care is when you're admitted in the hospital. It's a higher level of care. And then you're discharged, if you will, to maybe home health care. They're considered post-acute care providers. So meaning that skilled need that you had in the hospital, and of course you're discharged faster than maybe one would like to be, but yet post-acute care providers can help you out. So we, as post-acute care providers, employ speech therapists to be able to help you out. For instance, let's suppose that there was a horrible accident and someone had, uh, it had an effect on their brain, which had an effect on their speech. They're admitted into the hospital, they're triaged very quickly, they're to the point where maybe they'll be going home in three, four days or whatever the amount is, but yet they're still struggling with being able to put words together or connecting the brain with the words, or if they've had a stroke or even a, a, a serious disease like Parkinson's, All of those impact the ability to talk, speak, connecting from the brain to us to be able to speak, or even that of swallowing, which we take for granted here. I mean, we are swallowing thousands of times during the day, and it's not necessarily food or beverage. It is just a natural process of swallowing. And if you cannot do that, can you imagine the difficulties that someone would be going through, and a speech pathologist or therapist can help you out. And I think of the many times that we've talked about direct access or choosing Concordia or Concordia visiting nurses or the doctors, and when you talk about uh, the hospital in the scenario you just gave, a patient can choose Concordia, right, for the speech pathologist. Absolutely. You know, freedom of choice is a law. And, you know, of course, if your physician comes up to you in, or the hospitalist, if you will, they're employed by the hospital, and they mention to you that you may need to have a skilled need at home, either being nursing or therapies or speech therapists, you do need to have an order from a physician. So if you're struggling with swallowing right now because you may have a head cold or there's congestion or something minor like that, you can't call us up and say, you know, I'm, I'm struggling putting my right words. <laughs> yeah, I can't put my words together here. Can you help me? Yeah, uh-huh. No, you really do need to have a skilled need. You have to be homebound, meaning that you have to be homebound in right. order to re- receive home health care. And then your doctor writes the order. You can choose any home health care agency you'd like. And, of course, we hope you would choose Concordia Visiting Nurses. But the discipline of speech therapy is available to many great home health care agencies as well as facilities. So then let's talk about payment, if mm-hmm. you will, because uh, getting it set up, of course, is freedom of choice. And then, of course, going through it, you'd have to go with the speech therapist to 
really find out the steps that you would take Absolutely. on your journey. Mm-hmm. But then how do you pay for all of this? You know, great question here. A lot of people don't understand how this works out here. Most of us have what we call managed care insurances, and that's UPMCs or Highmark or those typical insurances that we receive either from a place of employment or we purchase it ourselves. But also, to one great insurance for people over 65 years of age is that of Medicare. And Medicare and most managed care insurance pays for the services of a doctor referral being that of speech therapy. And what does a speech therapist do after they go ahead and get approvals behind the scenes? We call them authorizations. Uh, The order will come in behind the scenes at Concordia Visiting Nurses. We have a whole department that touches base with your insurance company or Medicare uh, or other variety of services such as VA uh, benefits to find out how many visits, how long of the episode can be under the care of a home health care agency. And once that's taken care of, we come to your house, a nurse will do a start of care, and then the specialist will come in. But what do they do? Well, the first thing that a speech therapist will do, Tracy, is they'll do an evaluation. Depending on your loved one's difficulties, the speech therapist will assess your loved one's ability to form words and make sounds, even understand spoken words. They'll also find out which words and organized thoughts can go into your speech. Uh, You can potentially regain skills for reading and writing, your control of volume and pitch. Let's suppose that you've had um, uh, either a brain injury or something that causes an effect on your speech, and your voice can't get up over a whisper. And, of course, you need to go ahead and be able to project more. A speech therapist will help you out. And lastly, Tracy, this one here is vitally important, swallowing without choking. You know, we take that for granted. I mentioned that earlier here. I mean, we swallow thousands of times during a day. But can you imagine swallowing and then choking even on one's own saliva or a small morsel of food? That really creates a disturbance on being able to live a normal life. And a speech therapist can get you through these things. And I know we'd have to talk to a speech therapist to see how exactly that's done, but I just find it fascinating that people are so skilled to be able to teach other people just how to swallow. You know, I mean, when you think about how we take that um, for granted every single day, even as we're talking, Mm -hmm. I'm paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. And I think, how does one teach someone else to actually swallow? So it's just amazing that people are skilled to do such things to be able to teach other people to continue to living the best life that they can. Yeah, you know, and that's a great point, Tracy, because certain things that we do every day and we don't even think about whether it's breathing regularly without having congestion or pneumonia effects or even that of swallowing without choking. I mean, no one really thinks about that because this is a function we do thousands of times a day, times as many years as we've been doing it. And the disciplines of a speech therapist and their knowledge of the parts of the body that permit that to happen is well known and they know exactly the exercises and the techniques and certain things that will help people to be able to overcome that difficulty of being able to swallow without choking and forming words. Dino Capistrani with us, of course, the uh, communications director for the Concordia Visiting Nurses. We lump Concordia Visiting, or not Concordia Visiting, but Concordia Mm -hmm. (laughs) Lutheran Mm -hmm. Ministries in on that as well. And we're talking about speech therapy that Concordia offers. And, uh, I mean, speech therapy has been a part of Concordia for quite some time, hasn't it? It certainly has. It's part of our 
package, if you will, of disciplines depending upon whatever someone is need. For a senior adult who's maybe living uh, in personal care or skilled nursing or even in some short-term rehab, speech therapists can be employed. Particularly, we see a lot of times with much older adults that are in our skilled facility, that's their home. Uh, swallowing sometimes is very difficult, so the speech therapist will work with them, but they'll also work with dietary to make sure that food is being able to be ingested. Um, uh, softening of the food, uh, liquids, things to be able to at least still give them the nutrients needed as the therapy session goes through to teach them to re-understand how to swallow. And you know what? Think about that. Being relearned on how to swallow. Yeah. We take that for granted. Absolutely. Let's get back to uh, the speech therapists and, and what they do, because you were talking about the evaluation process. Mm-hmm. But then after that, what happens? Well, you know, a speech therapist will then develop a treatment plan. They'll evaluate you. They'll take a look at all those things that I had listed earlier here. And this might involve uh, recommendations to consult uh, your doctor about medication or surgery. Sometimes as the speech therapist is going through the evaluation, evaluation and testing things, there may not be a speech therapy exercise or techniques that they have in their toolbox, if you will, that can help. And so at that point there, there'll be a communicate back to your doctor and saying, uh, Mrs. So-and-so has gone through all these exercises, I've done all these things, and still we've had a difficulty, if you will, on her being able to swallow. Quite possibly surgery may be of consideration. At that point there, your physician will be able to even understand that or refer you to a specialist uh, to be able to go through that. So, you know, in some cases, the work of a speech therapist uh, may not be successful depending upon the severity of the difficulties a person is having. So what kind of exercises can you talk about? I know you and I aren't the therapists per se. I mean, we're not. We're, you know, the communications. Yeah, Mm -hmm. talking heads. I like how you put it that way. But but what kind of exercises do you know that that can be done? Yeah, there are a lot. And it really is dependent upon, you know, the difficulties that one has um, with, with their speech. But many exercises will work to improve the muscle control of the tongue and the throat. And now, again, We don't think about that. You know, I've got this big fat tongue inside my mouth, and there's muscles that control that. And it is, if you will, itself is kind of a muscle. And how it moves and how it forms words, uh, we take for granted. And a speech therapist will do some exercises to be able to help you do that. Or they may rebuild nerve pathways to the brain. Let's suppose that you've had a serious injury that has caused a missing link, if you will, between your thought process and being able to form those words. So they'll get back to that and try to help you out. Or they'll help you know, a relative, a loved one. Let's suppose your spouse is the one who has the difficulty, uh, the ailment, but yet the caregiving spouse has to learn certain things and a speech therapist will pay attention to voice volume and facial expression and teach the caregiver at home how to work with you on practicing those because if you do it just when your therapist is there and you don't practice then of course you're going to be back to where you were um, 
before you even got started. And that leads me into a question of mm. how important it is for us to be able to do these exercises on our own if we are indeed the patient. A very important. And as a matter of fact, when you take a look at all the things that go on in regards to a home health care visit, for a nurse and there's a wound or there's certain things here, they're more or less doing certain things. But when it comes to physical or any type of therapies, there are exercises. If you've had a total joint replacement, there are exercises for a knee replacement or for a hip replacement. If you are afflicted by difficulty in talking and speaking and swallowing, there are exercises for that. And you only get better by practicing and working those exercises because you're re-educating yourself to be able to get back to something we take for granted speaking and swallowing you know my wife says you have no problems speaking <laughs> I'm sorry. Was, that, was i not supposed to laugh no at that no moment? because it's a true story she says i'm afflicted with verbal diarrhea <laughs> i'm gonna see her saying that that's what makes it funnier but we do take that for granted and you know some of us are able to go ahead and do that without even thinking well can your profession for instance if there was an incident that occurs that prevents you and we had a discussion you mm-hmm. had a small little cold that your technique on that was not to use your voice or your voice for several days that helped you get through this. Well, can you imagine if there is a serious incident that occurred that prevents you from speaking? Your entire career is in jeopardy, if you will, until you're able to learn how to go ahead and re-speak and re-talk. And a speech therapist can help you out with that. But I'll even go one step further because, yeah, it is my career, but I even thought over the weekend when I thought, you know, nobody talked to me. I but it, 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 I don't want to say drove me nuts. It kind of, it, it, it showed me the impact of how important your voice is. And when you're so used to using it, not even in, in a profession, if your voice is taken away, how emotionally that is difficult on someone. Absolutely. You know, I mean, so in this kind of scenario, we're talking with people who may have had a voice and then all of a sudden they can't use it. Mm-hmm. You know, that works mentally on well, them as well. Well, it certainly does. And, you know, you take that down to the most simplest of forms. If you go shopping, how do you discuss the the, the counter mm-hmm. person? How do you, um, you know, you, you, you go in and you, you're, you're, anything we do has a lot to do with speaking, communicating, mm-hmm. and getting back and forth on a normal day basis. You don't have to be a radio personality or you don't have to be a talking head representing an organization like Concordia. Speech, everybody does. And if there's difficulties that have separated the ability to be able to do that and you add to that, you can't swallow and it causes you to choke, there's some serious concern and anxiety that goes along with that. So it's, it is a very serious discipline that, that can help a lot of folks. And I think that's why the speech therapists are so important. Not only are they helping you technically to be able to do those things, but they've been through this with folks. So if it is hard mentally on you, I'm sure they would be able to talk you through that as well. You know, another excellent point, Tracy. We tend to think that a lot of times we're, when we're under the care of a professional, let's say, you know, the speech therapist here, we tend to think that, oh my goodness, there can't be anybody else who's gone through this here. And these folks are specialists to be able to help people relearn how to talk or swallow to not choke. So they have seen a lot and they know the results of certain exercises. So they can affirm you and say, look, this will be temporary. We'll work through this. Now, of course, if they've gone through all the tools that they have in their healthcare tool bag and nothing has worked, 
you can be assured that they will communicate back to your physician and your physician may work with a specialist that you may potentially need some surgery or some corrective action to be able to help you through that. Even if that does occur and you have the surgery and you're discharged from that surgery, you may need to have another uh, episode with a speech therapist because the physical aspect has been repaired, but you still have to learn how to talk, speak, swallow without choking. Dina, let me ask you, where do the speech therapists work? Do we have to go to Concordia? Do they go to someone's home? How does that work? Well, for home health care, they're part of our discipline. So if it is Concordia visiting nurses or any of the other very fine home health care providers in and around the area, chances are a speech therapist is on their employment. Same thing holds true with uh, skilled facilities or personal care facilities that have uh, a CCRC, a continuing care retirement community where they can progress in the healthcare. There are rehabilitation centers and even our hospital employs speech therapists because there would be work that goes on in the hospital prior to you being discharged. So you're at least a little bit familiar. The speech therapist is a widely known and accepted uh, therapy professional within the healthcare industry. Again, we go to our doctor first, right, to get a referral in order for this service to take place. Exactly. If you have noticed some difficulties and you may not have needed a stay in the hospital, but yet you're having difficulty speaking or you're having difficulty swallowing and choking, you certainly can go to your medical professional, particularly a physician, and they could write an order. Or if you have an injury and you're in the hospital and they understand that the speech and swallowing is a challenge, at that point your doctor will suggest an order for speech therapy and you can pick home health care. And that would be your... Doctor of choice, although Concordia has a doctor on on the staff, we but do. it's a whole different office. But yeah. still, you know, if you're looking for a new doctor, you can head exactly. There and, and if it is and if it is somebody that's your primary care physician, they can go ahead and make that order here. Mm-hmm. And if it's something as a result of an injury and you're in the hospital to get a quick, um, if you will, acute care at a higher level, they may go ahead and recommend it. But it is as easily and well understood as that of a physical therapist, occupational therapist, speech therapist there in that same. So let's get your contact information. I know we only have about five or six minutes left with you, and I do want to kind of turn the corner here and talk about the open houses and the open house events that are happening this month at Concordia Haven Apartments. But if we have questions about speech therapy or the doctors or just how all of this runs Mm -hmm. how do we get in contact with concordia yeah one of the first things is is to contact our main number which is 724-352-1571 and the receptionist at concordia global if you will will get you in touch to whomever you need to speak to you can talk about these things with your professional physician if you're having difficulties on this. And if you have a loved one who's out of town or someone who needs to know about this information, the content of this show is taken from our Elder Pages Pittsburgh website, and that is www.elderpagespittsburgh.com to be able to look up this particular e-newsletter article on speech therapy. All right, let's take a little bit of a turn here because since it is February, I don't want to get I don't want you to leave before you talk about this because the 16th and 17th are right upon us That's <laughs> in right. Blink and we're going to be there. That's right. So talk about the Concordia Haven Apartments open house events that are going to be happening. Certainly. You know, a Concord- a part of our continuum of care, if you will, we have independent living apartments. They are connected to Concordia's continual care, but you're independent. It's just an apartment. You don't have to worry about cleaning your gutters. You don't have to worry about snovel- shoveling snow. Snow, I know. And all <laughs> we that. talking we about that We talked about that as well, too. You love snow. I hate snow. <laughs> 
<laughs> but in any event, this is a great opportunity for you to go there. I want to just assure everybody here, Concordia does not hard sell. We, we don't have salespeople. We have admissions counselors, and they're really great to be able to help you out to understand the finances involved and what's best for you. And we have two open houses coming up. One Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, if you will, February 16th from 1 to 3 p.m., and then another one on Monday, the next day, the 17th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And, of course, that's on our main campus here, which is uh, 112 Marwood Road in Cabot if you're going down Route 356, heading towards Freeport. You'll see Marwood Road. You will turn there. And there's a whole bunch of information. There's an educational session here, Tracy, that's going to be presented. It's about smart questions to ask when considering a retirement community. So if you're not even there yet or you haven't you know, put your house up for sale or you haven't really moved, but you want to learn something about it, these sessions will have a great um, educational component to be able to help you understand that. And then, of course, there are tours. And so if you want to come in, take a look at it, you're not quite ready yet, but you want to just see what it's all about, these are great events to be able to go ahead and do so. Now, when you take a tour, do you see one particular kind of room, or are all the rooms the same? Well, you know, the complex itself has many, many different um, rooms, Layouts if you will. And, yeah, okay. if you're interested in a two-bedroom apartment or a three-bedroom apartment, or let's say it's just yourself and you're looking for a studio. So the admissions counselors will be able to show you a model apartment that we have here. And, of course, there's no, uh, if you will, personal decor in there. There's decor to go ahead and let you know the size of the rooms. And then also, too, there are many common areas, and one of the most popular ones is the dining area because there is a food plan that goes along with this, and uh, it's just a great way for you to see what's in the building. For instance, you're going to stay in your apartment, you're going to cook in your apartment, you'll sleep, and you'll be able to live there, but without going outside, there are activities, and there is activity rooms. There's workshops. There's a woodworking shop in all of our apartments for men who still love to do that with fantastic tools exercise, social ability, bus tours, and all of this can be learned in these two great open houses that are coming up next week. So again, that'll be on the 16th and also the 17th, a couple of uh, different hours set for that, the 16th, 1 to 3, and then the 17th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And um, do we have to RSVP for this or can we just walk up? Well, it's not necessary to do so. However, in order to prepare, if you're interested, it would be helpful. You can certainly contact one of our admission counselors. It's Peggy Treadle, and her number is 724-352-5378. you can call her if you register and you may not be able to attend here. You can also get the information about these open houses on Concordia's website, which is www.concordialm.org. Look under events and you will see Concordia Haven apartment um, open houses information on there. You can print it off or you can send it to a loved one and everything uh, will be on that site for you to understand this. these two particular shows. And might I say you have good food at Concordia. Yeah, we, <laughs> We've been there a couple we of times really and, do. I'm one, yeah. of the, one of the folks here who wishes I really had my office at the main campus know, because right? others are able to take advantage of the same lunches, if you will, that the residents have. And I go to what I refer to as the circle of death, which is a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> Not the office, nor <laughs> no, the people. not at all. It's, it's just, just that you go to the vending because machine. Because we're an administrative office and we don't have that dining rooms for it. But my co- coworkers who, who do work on campus... <laughs> 
are fortunate to be able to have these great meals available. You'll never to them. hear the end of that one. No, I'm sure I won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's finish out with just your final thoughts of, of the uh, topic you came here to talk about, which is speech therapist. Just in our last minute or two, what would you like to leave with us today? Yeah, just about like any other discipline we do in home health care here, you need to have a physician's order. And if you're having some difficulties with speech or if it's a result of Parkinson's or a stroke or things of that nature, talk to your doctor first if you are not admitted in the hospital. And if you're in the hospital, your doctor is going to know what your concerns are. And at that point there, uh, they may recommend home health care, and we certainly hope that you would pick Concordia Visiting Nurses. And contact information, of course. Absolutely. 724-352-1571 for Concordia's main number and a plethora of information. Or you can go to our educational website, www.elderpagespittsburgh.com, and you can look up the content of this show and a variety of other great topics. Dino Capistrani, of course, with Concordia Visiting Nurses and Concordia. Thank you so much. Always thank nice you. to see you. Good to be seen, Tracy. Talk thank you, you very much. All Same right. here. And folks, thank you so much for joining us for this segment. We are out of time, but if you would like to listen to this as our podcast of the day, you are more than welcome to do that on our website. And how you do that is you go WISR680.com, and then you're going to pick Programs, Let's Talk, and then look for Concordia, and you can find today's podcast there. Thanks so much. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.